We need to start getting back on winning, winning ways, really. And uh, you know, what result at Sunderland was a decent result. I thought we were a little bit unfortunate not to take all the three points, but uh, it was a decent result after their good result against Chelsea. So we need to try and pick up where where form at Goodison hasn't been great. But over the past current seasons, it's always been a, a good place for us to get points. So we need to start to try and make that happen. Well, December maybe can't come quickly enough for Everton and West Brom. This is the final Saturday of November, and it's a meeting of two teams who've failed to record a victory during the month. Everton, though, will be hoping they can see out the month with a home victory, just as they did here on the last Saturday in October. And the Blues are unbeaten in their last 11 meetings here against West Brom. You have to go back to May 1979 to find West Brom's last victory at Goodison Park, a 2-0 win that day with goals from David Mills and uh, Brian Robson, who went on to be a reasonable player, of course, didn't he? Everton against West Brom. The Blues having uh, been unbeaten in their last 11 games here against the Baggies, winning six and drawing five of them. The last meeting here saw Everton run out 2-0 winners. Goals from Tim Cale and Louis Sahar on that afternoon to give the Blues the three points. We'll settle for that again today. David Moyes makes three changes from the side that drew 2-2 at Sunderland. No Neville, Coleman or Sahar. In come Hibbert and Nietzscheby and Yakubu. Here come the two teams. Everton led out by Mikel Arteta this afternoon, captain for the day, in the absence of the injured Phil Neville. He's replaced by Tony Hibbert. Seamus Coleman is replaced by Victor Anichebe. A real surprise. It's Anichebe's first start of the season following uh, his lengthy spell out with injuries. And Yakubu is preferred in attack at the expense of Louis Sahar, who drops to the bench. So the full 11, Tim Howard in goal, Hibbert at right-back, Baines at left-back, the two centre-backs, Jagielka and Distan. Anichebe will start on the wide right-hand side of midfield, Arteta and Heitinger in the middle, Pinar on the left, and Cahill ahead of them, supporting Yakubu, who leads the Everton attack. Alongside Coleman and Sahar on the bench are Billy Leptonoff, Beckford, Rodwell, Baxter and Jan Luka. West Brom make two changes from their 3-0 home defeat to Stoke last weekend. Pablo Ibanez and Giles Barnes drop to the bench. Graham Dorans and Chris Brooks return to the starting 11. Scott Carson captains the side from the goalkeeper's position. In front of him, Gonzalo Yara at right-back. Paul Sharna is going to play at centre-back alongside Gabriel. Tamas and Marek Cech is at left-back. In midfield, essentially a midfield five of Chris Brunt, James Morrison, Youssef Malumbu, Graham Dorans and Jerome Thomas, and Peter Odomwingi, the Nigerian international signed from Locomotive Moscow in the summer, leads the West Brom attack. On the bench is uh, Soman Choi, Pablo Ibanez, Giles Barnes, Stephen Reid, Nicky Shorey, Mark Antoine Fortune and uh, Boaz Myhill. The former whole goalkeeper is now occupying the bench at West Bromwich Albion. 
our referee is Lee Mason from Lancashire. He was in charge here when Everton drew 1-1 against Bulls earlier in the campaign. It's the first time he's taken charge of West Bromwich Albion this season. So it's not quite a full house in Everton, but it's not far off. West Brom have brought a fair following up from the uh, Midlands. And, uh, they are positioned over in the Bullens Road side of the ground. West Brom in their away colours, an all-black strip this afternoon. Everton in the familiar blue and white, of course. Will be West Brom to kick off here at Goodison this afternoon. Everton defending the Gladys Street goal and therefore attacking the park end in the first half. So, to get us underway, on referee Lee Mason's whistle, West Brom will kick off this game. The game. And it's a free kick for Everton, some 15 yards or so outside of the penalty area towards the left-hand side. See what we can do with this early opportunity to put the ball into the box. Bit of height in there now with Victor Nietzscheby as well in the starting lineup. Sylvan Distan's made his way forward into the penalty area. And Arteta and Baines are going to manufacture this one between them. Baines raises one arm in the air and he delivers it into the penalty area. Distan was very close to making a connection and it went just wide of the left hand post of Carson in the end. I tell you what, Al, we talked before the game about the quality of Baines. That's a fantastic free kick. Absolute fantastic free kick. Can't ask for any more. Distan just inches away from getting on the end of it. Malumbu gets it across to. Gonzalo Yara, the uh, right-back, who's caught in possession here. Pienaar takes it from him, gives the ball to Cahill. Chance for Everton to maybe have a crack at goal, and Cahill does just that. Well, we've asked him to do it, but uh, that one high into the fans in the park end. Yeah, new yellow boots, I think, for Tim Cahill there. I think he's got to wear them in a little bit. Yeah, good opportunity, good press once more from Pina. Wins the ball, slack play from West Brom. Sets up Cahill. We talked with the midfield player striker, shoot from outside the box. He tried it well over the top. Cahill. Yakubu ahead of him. Kale picks out Anichibi, right side of the penalty area. Anichibi inside the box, curls on towards goal. And a rather spectacular save from Scott Carson, more for the cameras than anything else, but he pushed the ball away. It was a decent effort by Anichibi. Yeah, it was. Good move from Everton again, good passing. Thought Anichibi was going to just play it across first time. He does it, comes back in his left foot, has a shot on target. As you said, Al, the keeper made the most of it. Corner on the West Brom left, which will be taken by Chris Brunt, the Northern Ireland international into the Everton penalty area, and West Brom score, and it's Paul Shawner up from the back, another headed goal against Everton, not for the first time, the Austrian international bangs one in at Goodison Park with his head, and he was unmarked inside the penalty area, it was far too easy to head home. I tell you what, it's a great header out, it's a fantastic header, but as you said before, a ball in the box, he just stepped off his marker, I think it might be Jagielka, just have a look at it again, yeah, sets off Jagielk and bullets ahead of past Tim Howard. Absolutely no chance. It's Jagielka who's, who's beat the goal against the runner plate. Everton find themselves 1-0 down. David Moyes will be not too happy with the marking in there. Jagielka, now Heitiger, he's given the ball away. Given the ball far too easily to uh, Graham Dorans. Here's Mulumbu, laid out to the right for Gonzalo Yara. 
Nara, the right back, plays it into the penalty area for Odom Wingy. Odom Wingy on the uh, edge of the box, teeing it up for Chris Brunt. His shot at goal just wide of Howard's right hand post. He struck that well. Yeah, good move from, from West Brom. Best move of the match for them. Good little interplay down the right hand side. Just gets set up for Chris Brunt. We know he can hit them with his left foot. Just getting him across the ball. Fortunately for Tim Howard, it's past his post. But Everton sloppy, crowd getting anxious. Jackie Elka. Forward it goes from him towards Anichibi, who's got time to chest the ball down on this occasion and bring it under control and give it to Heitinger. He returns the ball to Anichibi and then promptly gives it away to Malumbu, who couldn't control, and Pinar got it through to Yakubu, who's fouled on the edge of the box, and it's a free kick to Everton right in the tee. Yeah, it could have been a yellow card as well. Everton a little bit fortunate, you know, Anichibi did really, really well, but then it was a sloppy pass, eventually found its way. Not really an awful lot in that again, seeing it again, the Kuba goes down, just pulls off the defender, just gets caught. Yara, the fullback, who's just caught him, but another opportunity outside the box, free kick. Yeah, free kick in a very uh, decent spot as far as Everton are concerned. Was he showing the yellow card, Graham? No, I don't think so. Gonzalo Yara was the uh, man who brought Yakubu down. As Graham said, not a lot in it. The free kick just being moved a little further back, maybe, from where the offence was, just a, a yard or so, maybe, and the referee is marching out the uh, mandatory uh, ten yards. Certainly looks a good ten yards, that wall. And uh, three Everton players over the ball. This is a real chance for Everton, who trail by a goal to nil. Arteta, Pienaar and Baines all around the ball at the moment. It is to be Mikel Arteta, and it's forced a very good save this time from Scott Carson. Got his hand to it and pushed it away. It was heading towards the top corner. Yeah, it was a good free kick from Arteta. I think the goalkeeper again made the most of it out. Diving to his right-hand side, just sticking a palm up. Here, Everton trail 1-0. You've got to be careful here, Al, as well, because he can hit this. Chris Brunt fancies it. Chris Brunt... And Graham Doran's over the ball at the moment. Free kick, ten yards outside the penalty area to Howard's left. It is Chris Brunt, and he's put it into the top corner. An absolutely superb strike, a perfectly executed free kick, and the Northern Ireland international gets his second goal of the season. And incredibly, Everton trail West Brom by two goals to nil at Goodison Park. I said, now they've got to be careful. This boy's at quality, and it's an absolute stunning free kick. Right in the top corner. It's looking at it again. Oh, it's right in the postage stamp. Right in the postage stamp. Into the middle for Chris Brunt. He's still inside his own half. He plays a raking ball forward, seeking out Jerome Thomas. He finds him. Check's going ahead of him. Here he is. Thomas gives it to Check. That's off the hand of uh, Pienaar. He's lucky to get away with that. He was inside the penalty area. Check's ball delivered. And I have to say, there wasn't too much of an appeal from no, West Brom. looks... looks the dodgy one there, I thought it was, I agree with you, I thought it could have been handball. Well, no real strong appeal from the West Brom players, and uh, I think Pienaar got away with that. Here's West Brom in possession again with Chris Brunt, switching it over to the touchline on this near side, where it's received by Jerome Thomas. Thomas goes inside towards the centre circle area, and Gives it to Brunt, back it goes for Thomas. Thomas can't get it through to Adam Wingy because Distan got the challenge in. But I'm looking now, push up. The game's too long. The centre-backs have got to push up, and it pushes everybody, pushes Ateta further forward. But look how deep Chagielka and Distan get up. Well, I think we need one before the break. No. 
Everton nil, West Brom two. The reception will be will be, yeah. be interesting at half time. Punters ain't happy. Throw in Everton. In towards Yakubu, left edge of the box. He's got to the dead ball line, cuts it back, and it's headed behind by Gabriel Tamas for an Everton corner. This is the first corner. First corner for first Everton corner. today. Four minutes to go in the first half at home, and you're winning your first corner after 41 minutes. Corner on the left hand side. Leighton Baines is going to take for Everton. West Brom with all players back inside the 18 yard box. Baines with the delivery. Cahill rises! Tim Cahill! Heads home again for Everton. Superb header into the top corner, over the man on the line, and we have got the goal before half-time. Tim Cahill with his eighth of the season, Everton's leading scorer by some distance, gets us back into the game. What a fantastic, what a fantastic leap. West Brom will probably say the man in the post should do better, but I tell you, what a leap. What a, the timing of the leap was brilliant. A towering header. Good time to score just before half time. Doesn't people over the cracks, Al, but because it's been it's been poor, it's been sloppy. Cahill shaking off the uh, challenge of Graham Durham's. Plays the ball to the right for Hibbert. Hibbert plays it on for Pinar, gets the return ball. Hibbert down the right hand side. Better from Everton. Pinar, 15 yards outside the box, turns, gives it back to Cahill. Cahill gets it out of his feet for Heitinger. Heitinger for Arteta. Switch to the left for Baines. Baines closed down by the West Brom right back Yara. Baines comes inside, then gives it back for Arteta. Out to the right again. Everton working West Brom from uh, right to left and left to right. Here's Pinar. His shot on goal takes a deflection and goes behind for an Everton corner. Yeah, better than Cahill's option to go out. It's good interchange of passes, switching from right to left. Another opportunity, taking corner. Well, Can we get the same result? Yeah, corner number one produced goal number one for Everton today. Can corner number two produce an equaliser for the Blues? Leighton Baines again from the Everton right. Fired in under the goalkeeper. It almost bent all the way into the far corner of the net. Nobody got a touch in the end. Oh, what a great delivery. How has nobody got on the end of that? What's... Goalkeeper's all over the place, doesn't know what date is. And somehow nobody got a touch and it's gone behind for a goal kick. The goalkeeper's missed it. He's keeping punching, he's missed it. Carson's long ball forward onto the head of uh, Sylvan Distan, who sends it to the halfway line and beyond. Cale can't get there, Sharna can't. Dorrance was coming back from an offside position, so Baines just plays on and heads the ball back to his keeper, and that's half time at Goodison Park. And Everton in at the break, trailing by two goals to one, but uh, not too many boos, thanks to Tim Cahill's goal yeah. three minutes before the break to get Everton back in it after they'd fallen two behind. So, uh, game on in the second 45. Certainly is, Al. Uh, they've been given a lifeline with Tim Cahill's goal. You know, they've got, they've got two nil ahead, the first goal corner. David Moyes will be disappointed, Sharner with a header, 1-0, but we were disjointed, we weren't really threatening again, we talk about it week in, week out, about where's our threat, we didn't show any threat whatsoever in the final third, it tells you a lot when we scored with the first corner of the game, 40 minutes, 41 minutes, whatever it might have been, but before that, 2-0, second goal's an absolute peach, right in the postage stamp, great free kick from Chris Brunt, needless free kick given away, but all over, I thought, in the first half, our passing was sloppy, uh, simple passes that were getting wrong, and it was a sloppy performance. Don't get me wrong, at 2 0, they didn't really do enough to be up 2 0. We gave them the mm. first goal, second goal with a free kick, great. 
really much a thought no Christmas had come early for them we get back into it with Cahill's head it's given us a lifeline I tell you what we needed it because if we'd have gone off here 2-0 the punters would have let the players know what they expected I still thought at 2-0 if we could get a goal we could still win the game and then we got that position now we're 2-1 2-1, kicking it in the Gladys feet in the second half. I just think we've got to squeeze the game more. We've got to get our back four up, and which in turn pushes the midfield forward to give support to the forwards. At the moment, the game's been played in three separate areas. Defence, midfield, attack. Let's get up as a team, push people forward, and start pressing them. If we press them, put them under pressure in the Gladys feet, going towards the Gladys feet, I can still see us winning the game. I can still see us winning the game. But we have got to have a better performance. Talking about midfield, Heitinger, again, not the races for me. Sloppy with his passes. Fortunate not to get a yellow card. If he's going to make a change at half-time, I keep saying this, it's got to be young Rodwell in there. Young Rodwell has got to be in there to do the job, because he, at this moment in time, can do a better job than what Heitinger's doing. So if there's a change at half-time, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the change. Apart from that, Yakubu hasn't really been in the game. Uh, and we've been thankful again to that man Tim Keel for giving us a, a lifeline. But second half has got to be an awful lot better if we're going to get anything from the game. City, City, Sports, the Everton Matchbook. Welcome back inside Goodison Park as Everton prepared to kick off this second half, trailing by two goals to one. And we are underway for the second half here at Goodison. Everton send the ball back to Jagielka who plays it out to the left-hand side for Anichebe, who's started this second half on the uh, Everton left with Pinar on the right, and Everton have conceded a free kick, which goes to West Brom inside their own half. No changes out, surprising. No changes at the break. Particularly slight. No, it's, uh, as you were, Jackie Elka heads it forward towards Pinar, who crosses the halfway line. Pino's got Hibbert ahead of him, here he is, Tony Hibbert, right touch line, Bullens Road side of the ground, tries to play it back for Pino and didn't find him, given away. Here's Jerome Thomas now for West Brom, who are on the break forward themselves. Now James Morrison, Morrison, out to his right is Odden Wingy, here he is, he's got the full-back Yara going in front of him, Odden Wingy across the penalty area, onto his left foot and battered high into the fans in the park end, high over the crossbar. That's a threat. Here from Everton. Pinar's good ball into the penalty area. Jermaine Beckford! And it's saved by goalkeeper Carson and cleared off the line by Tamas. Beckford put through inside the penalty area. And now Leighton Baines has been laid low just outside the area. Arteta has surely committed a foul there. Yes. Close to the referee. And there's all sorts kicking off here. Arteta, I thought, committed a foul. The referee said no, and now players are squaring up to one another on the touchline left-hand side, and the referee and his assistants are trying to sort it out. Well, Arteta's certainly being accused by West Brom players. Prior to all that, Leighton Baines was clattered outside the penalty area, and he's uh, lying flat out at the moment, just outside the 18-yard box. I, I, I tell you what... The referee got it wrong from the start because he saw that was a head injury with, with Leighton Baines, it was a head and he should have stopped it right away, never. I think Arteta could be in a bit of trouble in here. If he's not, he's a very lucky boy. But the referee didn't blow for a, a foul. We're just getting a rerun no. of the Baines incident now. He was absolutely clattered by Gonzalo Yara. And then it's a foul here, I think. And then Arteta concedes a foul then he, he's yeah he stamps on him I tell you yeah. what he's fortunate but if he stays on here the way the rules are now 
Yeah, Arteta just stamped on Gonzalo Yara. He's off, I think. And uh, Everton, of course, who had uh, Marouane Fellaini sent off here. He's off, he's off. Against Bolton. See, Mikel Arteta dismissed a straight red for stamping on Gonzalo Yara. And the referee really should have stopped play before it all got that far. And Everton's number 10 is dismissed. Everton's captain for the day takes the walk down the tunnel. A straight red for Mikel Arteta. A three-match ban will follow for him. And Everton must play the rest of this game just over half an hour or so with ten men still trailing West Brom by two goals to one. And prior to all that, Graham, Jermaine Beckford nearly scored. Jermaine, Jermaine Beckford should have scored out. You know, we're, we're talking about the incident now. That's just, that, the tackle at first from the Yard, I think it was, that deserved a red card. Yeah. That deserved a red card. That was two feet off the ground. Arteta did stamp on him. But I tell you what, the referee and his linesman have got that wrong. And I blame Lee Mason from the initial challenge on Leighton Baines. He should have stopped playing here. Jaggy Elka. Ball forward from him up towards uh, Rodwell on the right-hand side at the moment for Everton. He's done well and got a ball into the box for Beckford, but defended well by uh, Sharna, who got the challenge in. He's got it away as far as Cahill, whose effort is uh, wide of Carson's left-hand post from some distance. Yeah, young Rodwell got brilliantly down the right-hand side there. Put a ball into the near post, Beckford just not getting enough on it. Now Pienaar for Everton, he's done well, he's gone past two players, advancing towards the penalty, he's played in Beckford, just too far ahead of him, and goalkeeper Carson comes to challenge with his feet and gets it away. That's unlucky, it's a fantastic ball from Pienaar, just too much on it. Brunt and Yara getting in each other's way, the ball's back with Paul Sharner. Now Gonzalo Yara has given it away, and Beckford might make something of it. Jermaine Beckford into the penalty, he overruns the ball. He tried to just take it onto his left-hand side, and he knocked it too far ahead of him, and that then became Scott Carson's ball. Oh, it's ball. an opportunity, he just has to slip Leighton Baines. Leighton Baines has been brilliant run down the outside of him. There's a break-on here for West Brom, it's four against three. As West Brom come forward with Graham Dorans. Dorans out to the right for Adam Wing, who's offside, and he should oh. never have been offside in that position. He could see right across the line. Oh, nearly, that's a let-off. Pienaar. Baines continues his run, but Pienaar goes across the penalty area and plays one into the box. Brought down by Cahill. Played for Hibbert, he's planted it in. Beckford! Oh, dearie me! What a miss! On the volley, six yards out, unmarked, a real clear chance to batter it into the Gladys Street net, and he's hit it woefully high over the crossbar. Oh, the only thing I can think of here is he thinks he's offside. Honestly, the way he's been into that... It was casual. It, yeah, it's as if it's... Oh, I'm offside here, I'm just going to knock this... Oh, he's got... Oh, it's not even... That is what that is a sitter. Unbelievable sitter. Odom Wingate taking on Sylvan Distant in the left back position at the moment. Distant. Ball played back from Morrison. Now Stephen Reed. Crossfield ball from him. Picks out Choi on the left touch line. Troy's got support going outside of him. Goes on his own. Edge of the penalty area. Right footed shot. 3-1 West Brom. Summer Troy. Gets his third goal of the season. The man introduced as a substitute, cutting in from the left-hand side in front of the West Brom fans, across the edge of the 18-yard box, a right-footed shot. 
which evaded goalkeeper Tim Howard and gives West Brom a 3-1 lead. What a fantastic ball from Stephen Reid, crossfield ball. Comes in too easy on his right foot, not under any pressure, and just bends one past Tim Howard. Free kick lifted into the penalty area by Pienaar. Oh, it's a good ball, appeals for handball inside the penalty area. It bounced up and uh, it looked like the arm of uh, Gonzalo Yara, was it? Free kick then for... Everton here, Jaggy Elka takes into the penalty area, Sahar heads on, Beckford, great goal, oh, well he should have done, he's missed another six yards out, uh, a volleyed effort, which I thought was heading for the top corner, and it's gone wide. It's not his day, Graham. It's not, he's, I don't know what he's done there, Sahar's won a fantastic header, knocked the ball into him, the ball's bounced, yeah, it's high, he's trying to get over it, Keeper's beating all ends up and it's gone way to the target. And here come uh, West Brom, edge of the penalty, a little 1-2 inside the box, and it's a fourth for West Bromwich Albion. And it's Malumbu who's taken it, a little 1-2 inside the penalty area, and the ball eventually chipped over goalkeeper Tim Howard into the park end net, and Everton's miserable sorry afternoon is complete. Everton 1, West Brom 4. Yeah, good football from, from West Brom, and to be fair, Malumbu's probably been out, probably their best player, I think he's been outstanding for them, but again, down the left-hand side, it's Choi, the substitute, just comes inside, plays a little ball to Malumbu, plays a 1-2, give and go, beats Jaggy Elka, and it's a dink finish over Tim Howard. Play just held up here, it's a free kick to Everton. Has he done, has he sent them off? Malumbu. Has he sent them off? Has been sent off. Malumbu has been sent off. I, I didn't have him down as being booked, Graham. It's a challenge on uh, Jermaine Beckford. A it's a challenge a on Jermaine Beckford, which uh, the referee has given a free kick, and it must have been a straight red card because I didn't think Malumbu had been booked earlier. Well, we've had some strange decisions today from uh, referee Lee Mason. West Brom are reduced to ten men with just two minutes remaining. And uh, most people in the press box are confused because uh, we're not sure whether it was a second yellow or a straight red that was shown to uh, Malumbu. But uh, either way, he's off the field. I thought he showed him a yellow. Well, he must have been booked earlier, Graham, and uh, I don't think many other of the uh, media guys have got him down as being booked earlier. Final whistle blows. Chorus of booze around Goodison Park because West Brom have won here for the first time since 1979 and Everton have gone down to defeat by four goals to one, a second successive home defeat for Everton for the first time in more than a season of football that they've lost a game by more than one goal and as Graham said in commentary the sending off might just have turned it in West Brom's favour, they were already 2-1 up at that time when Mikel Arteta was dismissed. They'd gone two up in the game before Tim Cahill responded late in the first half. Two further goals when Everton were certainly chasing the game and reduced to ten men. Sealed it as far as West Brom are concerned. But Everton will look back on missed second-half chances, most notably from Jermaine Beckford, who came on as a second-half substitute ten minutes after the restart. And uh, he, unfortunately, did not have his shooting boots on this afternoon. Well, was it? You know, first half was, was unacceptable. They go 2-0 down. It's very rare you come back from here to win games. But I just listened to the reaction from, from the referee, or the reaction to the referee, sorry. He made some strange decisions. I'm not seeing the decisions. 
you know, necessarily change the, the game. I think the decision to change the game is Arteta sending off. I think he deserved to be sent off. You know, he did stamp on the player. But I thought overall, you know, first half I thought Everton were awful. Uh, second half, they came in and they 2-1. You're thinking, yeah, we'll go and get back. And the sending off changes the game after that. West Brom picked us off. But in saying that, we made chances. We didn't take them. You know, Beckford, the main culprit. Been crying out for giving them a chance, give them a chance. Got the chance today, and listen, another day could have scored three or four. It's quite simple. It's one of those days. One and one. The thing he said when he was at Leeds was he had nine, ten, eleven chances yeah. in the game, yeah. and you wouldn't take them, or he'd, he'd take one. You don't get that opportunity in the Premier League. You've got to take your chances when they come along. He didn't do it on the day. And you know, four-one. It's a hiding. It is a hiding. Nothing else. On it, your it, own ground. Particularly uh, at Goodison Park. Goodison Park's a hiding 4 1. You know, people will be tuning in, coming back and going 4 1, Everton losing 4 1 to West Brom. Never, never. Just like, you know, Sunderland beating Chelsea 3 0. That is an awful. But it opens a lot of people's eyes as well, which yeah. simply says to me first half, got it wrong, persistence in playing Heitinger for me in midfield. I think that's gone now. I don't think he's got the energy, I don't think he's got the, the, the fitness levels to go up and down, he's not quick enough. You know, so that is like you know, young Jack Rodwell maybe going to start there next week. But I tell you, bad day at the office all round. Be interesting here with the manager thinks. But you know, West Brom go home happy. Post match. We gave ourselves too much to do after a, a really dismal first half performance. No, we got a goal back which gave us a bit of life at half time. I decided that I'd give them 10 minutes to see if they can they could go again. Didn't quite happen. We made the changes and uh, I thought we looked as if we were going to try and get back into it in the second half. And in truth, I think we made enough chances and missed enough to probably have got that. City, City Sports, the Everton Matchbook.